Hi. Welcome back to Rose and Blue season two. Hey. So excited to be back. Are you excited to be back? We're tired. We're so- <laughs> hey, Martin. But we're supposed to be a break. We're supposed to be a break. But we're excited. We are excited. Yeah. A lot has happened in these past two months. Great things, but we are excited to be back in the studio mm-hmm. and recording again. Mm-hmm. Happy to be here with you all. Um, so today's episode, we are going to start season off to, I was going to say a little spicy, but I don't think it's going to be spicy. Oh, I don't know. We talk about sex today. We talk about sex, baby. <laughs> we talk about you and me. And I had to do it with this. Oh, I was planning to do it for a long time. I'm not done though. Go ahead. And I'm to go ahead. Sorry. We talk about sex today. Um... It's gonna just gonna be a real conversation about what's going on in these streets, okay? Because I think it really just needs to be talked about um, in this community, especially since I mean, y'all see it. There's some been things that's just been going on, yeah. And so um, we're gonna get into it today. So tune in. Okay. Yeah. So, mm. like I said earlier, today's focus is on sex, you know, and um, following in the words of our great sisters, Salt and Peppa. Okay. <laughs> they said, let's talk about all the good things and the bad things. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So, we're going we're gonna to get into that today just a little. Um, and if you know anything about me, I've had a lot to say about this for a long time. But it's okay. We we gonna get into it today. So, background context to how this came to light. Mm. So I think for me personally, I'm always not always. Um, I just had a complicated relationship with sex. Mm-hmm. So from lusts to addictions to porn to deliverance from all that, um, and like just because of the things that I've been through, like finding my identity in it a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just so like there's like so much going on in there in culture yeah um but then also like society's rules right all these things like that you see in social media and stuff nowadays where it's either like be out here be in the streets you know or like i can't be a chaste woman like modesty like don't do anything and it's like both are ew. Like, it's just so much, you know? Yeah. Um, And it just feels like there's just a lot that's, like, not talked about mm-hmm. or too much that's talked about or, like, points that I just missed. Yeah. You know, like, there's just, there's so much to it just in general. Mm-hmm. But then when you add in, like, culture's thoughts and the things that I just, like, this is a lot in my head. Like, mm-hmm. I know we're not supposed to engage in it before marriage, right? Like, that is a biblical fact. No, yes. I'm not gonna sit here and act like I I haven't. Yeah, okay, I was out there underneath someone's son. Okay, <laughs> happily, probably, actually, I won't walk. She can say it. Okay, um, you know, not perfect. I'd enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Um, got convicted, you know, and no. you know, as of right now, by God's grace, one year abstinence. Okay, 
thank you God, only by the infirmity of the Holy Spirit. Class for that. And Lord knows there's been a lot of trials. No Trial and tribulation. Trials. But he's kept me. Okay? The Holy Spirit. <laughs> if not by the Holy Spirit. Amen. Mm. Um, <laughs> but, um, yeah, I just think there's a lot to this space. And even like, I think it was like last year, mm -hmm. apparently the word is not celibate anymore. Like you need to say abstaining. Oh, yeah. Instead of celibate, because like celibate means like you're abstaining from marriage too. And it's like, I'm not doing that. Wait, what? Yeah, girl. You didn't see? No. Yeah, they're I'm like, celibacy means that you're abstaining from sex and marriage. Like that's what the word means. Now, granted, I did not look it up like in the Greek or the, like I didn't do any of that. But like that was everywhere at one point. Stop saying that you're celibate if you know that like God's called you to marriage or just abstaining from it. I didn't realize that it had become like a social thing. Yeah. I knew the I knew the definitions were different. Mm -hmm. But I didn't know abstinence had to do with marriage too. That's news to me. <laughs> That's an Yeah, girl. Is that like, a definition? Is that like dictionary definition? What? Abstaining? Yeah. I think abstaining is just not having sex. So where'd the marriage thing come from? The celibacy. Oh, you're saying that's celibacy? Yeah. Celibacy, apparently, the word means abstain, not abstaining, sorry. Yeah. Celibacy means not having sex or marriage. Why would they do that? Girl, I don't know. But apparently, that's what the word means. Who came up with that word? We should, I shouldn't have checked on it. I really should have. But I said, we can still check as we talk. Listen, because I said, I'm called to marriage, baby. I'm going to Yeah, 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 yeah. Please, please, please. So I said, let me stop using that word because words have powers. <laughs> me, I'm abstaining. <laughs> I'm not celibates. <laughs> Yeah, we gotta be with that definition <laughs> is because uh, because this because it kind of goes back to we we I well before we prayed about this we mm -hmm. were all we were gonna target perversion about mm -hmm. words mm -hmm. and so and sex is definitely a big one um, so that's why I was like maybe we should look that up <laughs> we should, yeah the Greek we'll get into that yeah yeah maybe we'll make a post about it yeah keep going. um but all that being said I think it's a good time to talk about it because sex is everywhere okay everywhere um in media in music um mm -hmm. all these places and i think the church has done a trash job mm. at teaching mm. about sex like honestly mm -hmm. um and that's just my opinion but like with things i've heard things that i haven't heard things that i've learned things that i haven't learned yeah right like there's just so much like I think the church just has just given too much room for the world to teach us what sex is instead mm -hmm. of taking it upon themselves to teach it and not be scared. Like, yeah. I understand that, like, we don't want to push them to do it. But, child, if you're not telling me why I'm not supposed to be doing it, if you're not yeah. teaching me in this way, I'm going to go do it and find it myself and come back hurt, devastated, mm -hmm. right? And for someone like me who, um, and I said it in the first episode, actually, of the first season, like, growing up, I'm not being taught what lust is. Mm -hmm. I'm being taught how to be a wife. But mm -hmm. the boys is learning about lust and addictions to porn and stuff like that. And meanwhile, I'm like 13, 14 going through the same thing, but I don't know how to deal with it because mm -hmm. you're not teaching me. Or because you're a girl. And because I'm a girl too, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Meanwhile, so many women are dealing with so many things, addictions to porn, addictions to masturbation, like all these things. It's the same thing. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. That is like, the church definitely could have done better by me. Mm -hmm. And I feel like, I was going to say, I feel like they're doing a better job, but I don't know if it's because we're at that age now yeah. where they're like, 
oh, they can hear about these things. Like, I don't know what the teenagers are learning now. Does that make sense? Like, in middle school and, like, high school youth groups, mm-hmm. are they talking about sex? Mm-hmm. Or do I think the church is doing somewhat of a better job because I'm older now? And the conversation is, like, it's more, different. it's different. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um. So, yeah. And it's taking my people out. It's taking my girls out. Oh, yeah. Listen, I know... And I'm, I'm not going to speak on it too much, okay? Because <laughs> yeah. I'm not in the mood today. Feminism. Okay. I'm not going to talk about it too much because I was there. I low-key still rock with it, but I recognize, because, you know, I like history. Yeah. The various waves that it has come in. I think I rock with only certain waves of feminism. And, of yeah. course, I'm also a black woman. So there's, like, what is it, misogynoir? There's a word for it, but, like, because feminist movement wasn't always looking for black women as well. This is true, you know? But like the movement that it is now where it's like sexual liberation. And I know <laughs> I'm on the hot seat. People love them for me if they want. But it's like, how does that benefit us? Like, let's be real. No. If you're giving cooch to a man, he's, and you're like, yeah, I showed him. I can do what he can do. The man's yeah. not thinking that. The man's thinking, I just got some cooch. Keep it rocking. Like, I just, there, there was a point where I was like, oh, I don't think this is helping us, no. actually. And I just think, not think, now know, things have just been thrown in there. Yeah. That's like, it's taking us out. And I don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> this is not working for none of us. No, it's, it's sensitive <laughs> because, but remember, it's rooted in competition. Fact. And pain. Because a lot of it is like, how come men can do this, but women yeah. cannot? That's what I've heard, the, like the reasoning mm-hmm. for sexual liberation. We can do the same thing. We can treat men how like men treat women. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking, if you think what they're doing is trash, why would you go and do the same yeah. trash? That There's so cool. much pain there. And, it's, and it's, it's, pain, it's pain, right? And then when you start doing those things, you still feel empty anyway. Oh, my days. Because really what you want. Let's talk about it. You really want marriage. Let's talk about you it. You really want to be with the man that's committed to you. Yep. Yep. And then hmm. when you open that door, hmm. obviously other things like homosexuality, pornography, all the other stuff, emotional abuse. Even though you think you're being liberated, how many dudes out here are actually could hurt you based because you're trying to be sexually uh liberating do you understand that yeah. the, the 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 dangers that can happen into that <laughs> there's just so much but just hopping onto one and the other i'm like first of all diseases uh soul ties mm-hmm. okay number one uh that's that's a big one and then like you don't even know what that man can do to, even if you think you have sexual liberation you know what that man could shake you that muscles will shake you. No, we think we won't be thinking about sexual liberation. Shake you. Think, how do I get the heck out of here? And even that, it's. I mean, it, honestly, it's the same for men too. It is. Unfortunately, it is. You know, society has pushed onto men one more notch on your belt. Like this is how you become a man, and it's like, whoa. Who told you that? Who told you that? Who lied to you? Perversion. Who lied to you? Perversion. Because y'all have men out here uh, sleep with everybody, make me feel like a man. You two, you're also hurt. You two, you're also, listen, so the f- I, I just like, that's my little tidbit. You really have to be careful with culture, guys. Mm-hmm. A lot of things in culture is not rooted in pure fruits of the spirit, mm-hmm. joy, kindness, 
faith, forbearance, peace, love, love. There's nothing, nothing about those things. And obviously, not only is uh, the the definition of sex perverted, but even those things I just mentioned are also what's love, what's kindness. So yeah. it doesn't go hand in hand um, enough that culture makes it seem like this is what's going to help you or save you. And then you realize you go back into a same cycle, right? Right, a cycle that, and you know, okay, you know how sometimes believe, because uh, people ask like, why believers seem like they're suffering more mm. than like people who are out here getting their money in the secular world. Myself, that's right. Yeah, we do, but then the people out here who look like they're getting their liberation and their freedom and they're getting their this, they're actually, they're the ones close to jumping off a cliff. Yeah, they're not happy. They're not happy. They're not happy. Right. So in relation to sex, I'd rather wait it out. <laughs> I'd rather wait it out than be out here confused. And knowing me and myself, mm-hmm. I'm a loyal person. One guy will be hooked. Girl. Girl. Like this. Girl. Okay. Girl. Me? And then they don't want you. Thank you. Actually, hold on. That might be speaking out of the place. But, 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 but it's a valid that could happen. Yeah. That could happen. There's too many possibilities. Yeah. There's too many probability math <laughs> receipts as to what could happen. Listen. And again, I've had one taste. One taste. Small, small. Small, small. And I was like, dang, this thing is powerful. Really? And I'm like, wow, wow. It's all over my body. Like, so why would I put this out here for everybody to have? You know, I realize it very fast. Mm-hmm. I'm like, dang. I'm powerful. Yeah. This coochie could do something. <laughs> do you understand what I'm saying? I'm crying. So it's like, why would I give this powerful thing to anybody? <laughs> you know? <laughs> Believe in that. Crying. Okay, but some people, uh, you know what? And I was like, we're not going to go here. But some people use that as manipulation. That's true. And that's, that's demonic. That's true. Like, let's talk about it. My cooch can do this and that. So yeah. I'm going to do whatever I can. For manipulation. For manipula- Perversion. Perversion. Once again. Right? Yeah. Not everything powerful needs to be out here for everyone to have. And what, where's the power coming from? Because it, all power comes from God. So if exactly. it's not operating in the spirit of God. It's not. And first of all, that thing that you even have to manipulate people with was not even yours. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't create yourself. Definitely, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Right? Yeah. <laughs> we're still going. Yeah, we're still going. <laughs> it kind of got off topic a little bit. It was but, hot. It was hot. Um, so, yeah. Mm. Let's get into our little guiding conversation. So, mm. what were some things that you were taught about sex growing up? Mm. Just in general. Yeah. Um, I think what you mentioned earlier that like wait wait (laughs) until marriage Mm -hmm. that's the classic line classic um in terms of church Mm -hmm. my memory is fading a little bit because i was i was that kid anyway church i'm like you can say what you want but i need to make sure it's for real for real Mm. right but um but I think we would we would have I think my we would have we did a waiting till or waiting till marriage or something 
like where they give you the purity ring at the end of the program. You did one of those? Yeah, we did. And Baptist. That's crazy. I don't even think I even got the, the actual purity ring. But Yo, yeah. I've heard of that. So my church didn't do that. Okay. We just taught about the purity culture. Yeah. And it was up to you to go and buy the ring. So I, uh, I have, oh my God, justice. My friend, bless me. <laughs> to this day, will seem like fun of me because I was wearing one in university uh, and I lost it two, three months. I lost my B-card. Two, three months before university, and he used to make fun of me all the time. That's not I don't know anybody who's who's not a virgin. You're still wearing purity culture, and I'd be like, "Purity is about your heart. <laughs> it's not about." Because <laughs> 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 if you watch, things be so connected. But purity is about your heart at the end of the day, and like yeah. I understand that. Yeah, yeah, but <laughs> still out here. Smooth take the ring off when I was doing things. Just to make it hard. And I just... <laughs> she made it hard and Belinda. Just like, just as always makes me dark. Oh, no, no. Just kidding. Love you. <laughs> Subscribe. <laughs> uh, but that's yeah. interesting. I I don't think I've ever met anybody that did the class. Really? Yeah. Can you talk about it? I can't remember that well. <laughs> because I was... I was... What? But I think I was in high school. From, but from our, what I remember mm-hmm. is that they kind of went to purpose first, like Adam and Eve. Mm-hmm. Like Eve, I mean, yeah, Eve came from Adam. Mm-hmm. Um, fruit, be fruitful, multiply. And then they kind of also went into, I think it was very basic for me. Mm-hmm. They didn't really go into the level that I am learning about now. Yeah. But because it was, it was for young, it for young, yeah. Right. Um, but. I feel like in terms of church, that's mm-hmm. for sure. My family, because that also that plays a lot. Mm-hmm. My parents, especially my mom, because woman to woman, mm-hmm. she'd be like, um, from her experience, like it's she she realized the level of relationships that she went through. Mm-hmm. Um, like they they shouldn't have had anything from her. Even emotionally, intellectually, oh, yeah, I'd be like the guy that you're chasing after and he ain't paying you no mind or he'll like you outside of school, but in school, he's not even paying attention to you, mm-hmm. that kind of thing. So I learned from that. I'm like, oh, I know at least not to give myself to anybody's not going to treat me in a way that's. Yeah. Now, some 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 will use it as a validation to even give it up too early. Don't do that. Yeah. Even if he treats you well, don't do that. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's a trap. Too. That is a trap. They can be a trap. Um, but I think that's in terms of teachings when I was younger. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I think my mom always, or even my dad too. My dad, he's a man, so he knows. He used to, you know, he was a young dude at one point. And he got to do things back in the day. Yeah. And he was like, you got to make sure that guy values you mm-hmm. like he's looking for you only mm. and that's just on the basis of a relationship but um yeah i think my 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 parents were always advocates of just like just not telling me don't don't just don't do it for mm-hmm. they were trying to show me the whole because sex is only a small part but so the whole overarching like journey of a relationship you getting to know somebody that should be at the very end, mm. enough for you to hold it on. Yeah, when you get married, kind of stuff. Okay. So I guess it's like focus. Yeah. Okay. A little bit, you know, focus on getting to know a person. Yeah. Um, and then also f- taking responsibility for yourself. 
and your boundaries. Mm. Yeah. So I mean, so I mean, I don't, I don't know if too many people have had that experience, especially within. It's true, and everybody does. Our culture. Yeah, um, yeah. And I mean, I'm not yeah, thirsty yeah. for all black people, but um, like I know I did not have that conversation with my parents. It's valid at all, right? Like everything about sex. I, I mean, I literally was in third grade when I learned about sex, and amongst other things, like it just they just never came up in my house. Yeah. Um, the, I think the only time it came up in my house was when I got my period, and like the first day. I remember I, mean, I got in that church camp because <laughs> Belinda. What? No, I spent no, like 30 day church camp. Um, church camp. Young girl. Um, a full wraparound <laughs> moment. Church camp. That might be wild. But when, yeah. Sorry, my life. Uh, I went home and my mom like gave me tampons, not tampons, pads. Yeah. I mean, tampons. Yeah. And she was like, don't have sex. And I was like, cool. What a womanly moment. Noted. You that know? That's great. Um, but it's also like, I mean, I know she didn't have that talk. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, they culturally, that's a line. You know, just didn't learn. Right, right. Um, so I think everything I learned about sex from that point was culturally, mm. right? Mm -hmm. um, and church. So, like, same thing, purity culture, right? Mm -hmm. And now I never had a class. It was never like a um, sit here and teach thing, but um, I definitely learned what I got from purity, purity culture is it's a woman's job to not have sex before marriage a woman's job yeah and if you don't and if you do you're spoiled goods like basically is what i is is what it gave right um to the point where and i will never forget this and i'm just so like sometimes i grieve for like early teenage is it early late teenage because i wasn't like sexually active until i was like 19. yeah um oh my gosh my parents don't ask this um but they didn't you know anywho um it's like i i just grieve for her because i remember the moment i lost it mm. let i didn't even first of all there was no grace like legit it was my husband is not gonna want me anymore that's, that's the first thing that i thought that's when i lost my virginity mm. and that was literally because of purity culture mm. like i understand that it had um probably like a good I'm losing my English. Like, mm. I'm sure this is something losing English over for free. <laughs> I'm sure um, the conception of it, mm -hmm. right, was good. And it was supposed to, like, really teach us about sex and how God wants it and whatnot. Oh, yeah. But it was just perverted. Like, it was not even perverted. It was just. It's not enough. Really. It, it, I don't even know if it was enough. It just taught. Honestly, I feel like it taught a lot of women the wrong thing. Right. It, it kind of condemning yeah condemning conviction yeah you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. and i'm like running around like oh gosh my husband's not gonna want to be with me mm -hmm. and it's just like yeah. so what if he was out here thought and i wasn't thought but like you know am i supposed to want, like you know there's i just felt like there was so much against a woman mm -hmm. and her place in that and i know Especially with like sexual liberation mm -hmm. and like the yeah. feminist movement and that. That's what comes from. That's what it comes from. It's like, fine, I'm gonna go against all that. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. Um and even you know, misogyny and all that stuff that mm -hmm. like plays into culture. Culture. It's like And church culture. And church yeah. It sure does. Because mm -hmm. that that classic stuff is it reminds me of some churches that are like real 
like Pentecost, but just they, they like the people sit in the back. You know, like, who gotten pregnant early, like just shame and conviction. That and like that's not the case. And like, yeah, purity culture or purity in general, like I said, it's more than just sexual purity, it's about yeah. your heart, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And even when you look into it, like in the Bible, it's purity in itself is being without sin, yes, and wholeness and righteousness. and it's about your life, how you live your life, and your thoughts, your actions, and whatnot. But it's actually, it's like when you look into it, it's like, it's really about Jesus. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because we can't be righteous or made clean or pure by ourselves. Jesus is the only one that can do that. Yeah. And it's like, if I got that teaching instead and learned that my righteousness comes through Christ and Christ alone, I could have been a completely different that. Honestly. You know what I'm saying? She's where she's supposed to be now. She's Thank fine. you, God. Thank you, God. You know? Yeah. Um, but I just, they also like, I know. They're just not educated enough. And funny story with this, because again, I didn't know anything. Um, I don't know if you remember the show Secret Life of American Teenager. Did you ever watch that? Is it? That's telling. Is that a cartoon? No. Mm. I feel like I should know that one. I know that I, I never the, watched it. I know. But it's like it was on. It was on ABC Family. Yeah. Who was in it again? I don't even... I think it's that girl from Divergent. Dang. I don't think I even watched that show. I didn't watch Divergent. I know the title of the show. I don't yeah. think I watched it. Okay. Um, yeah, this was back when it was like ABC Family. I think that's like... Yeah. Fans before. So sad. Um, but... <laughs> there was an episode where they were talking about masturbation. Because mm-hmm. I think... I didn't look into, into this, and I should have probably before I recorded, but... I think the gist of the show is she got pregnant as a teenager. Really? I think so. I can look it up real quick. Um, Or somebody did. Um, But, hmm. oh, there it is. Secret Rife. (laughs) Yeah, Shailene Woodley. Yeah, I know her. I just don't remember the show that well. I don't know if it was a good show. Um, Enough for me not remember that she was in the show, so. Wow. July 1st, 2008 to June 2013. Are we that? Yeah, girl, we are aged. Never. That's crazy. Um, Yeah, this kid's going to be like this age. Uh, 2013. Series overview. Season one, 15-year-old Jamie Jurgens find out she's pregnant after having sex at band camp. Wow. That's how the season one was the This is why I was up to watch that again. This is why. Mom was like, no. <laughs> That's what, what, this is what started. This is why I was watching Cartoon Network and Nickelodeon. But he's surprisingly supportive and um, confides her two best friends and they tell her, they tell him the truth. And despite he marries her anyway, despite her protests, when Ricky finds out he's a father, oh my gosh, so she married. Ooh. What is this 1920s? Offers to marry her anyway, but they're 15. This is so how are they getting married? This is all... Now Ricky's over here getting jealous. Okay, anywho. Whoever wrote it, did t- sorry. Whatever. But it was four teenage girls, mm. you know? Um, anywho, that episode, they were talking about masturbation. Yeah. I had to... 13, 14, 15. I had to be... 12 or 13 when I saw this was a episode. Yeah. I couldn't comprehend what masturbation was, though. I didn't. I was like, I don't know what they're actually talking about. Yeah. But it sounds like something I should know and bad. Like I just inherently knew. If that makes sense, it's not good. Yeah. 
And at that point in time, my youth group used to do um, like February, you know, love month, right? Oh. That's what, yeah, they would talk about sex and stuff like that or their best bet or try to. <laughs> and I remember this specific youth group day, they, um, they, they told us, write down any question you have about anything pertaining to this, you know, um, per se, and we will try to answer it. Right. And so everybody was answering things and I decided to write down because I was like, I know that this is something about sex. Like I just knew, I don't think it's good per se. Holy Spirit speaks. And so I'm at church. This should be the time for me to ask a question like this. Well, like I was just like, I can do that here, they have you know, to. and I felt yeah. safe at church. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. So I wrote down, I remember like being really stressed about not knowing how to spell it. Cause I was like, I don't know. I just know this word. Yeah. So I literally said master. <laughs> no, never forget that. And this is a children's <laughs> And I put Man. it in the box Aww. and I sat in the back waiting for them to pick out the thing. And I'll never forget, um, youth pastor lady at that point picked it out, read it. And I remember her face, she was a white woman. Um, I remember her face getting a little red and her husband was like, and like ask the question. Yeah, 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 yeah. So she asked and bear in mind at that point, well, my youth group combined middle school and high school. Okay. Right. So I had to be 12, 13. So I was in like seventh or eighth grade. Mm -hmm. And um, there were a lot of high schoolers, right? Mm -hmm. So like ninth, eighth, you know, mm -hmm. and I tend, I tended to hang out with them a lot more. Okay. So I was kind of sitting in the back with them. And when she, she's read out, what is masturbation? Mm -hmm. And people in the room were like, oh. They really made that noise. Yeah, and like kind of like quiet. And she literally said something that you don't do. The end. Verbatim. And I will never forget. That was the first moment that I recognized the church failed me. You were hurt? Yeah, because I was like, I kind of inherently know that, but I don't know what that word means. Mm. And I thought this was the time for me to learn this. Mm -hmm. Right. This could have been a really good teaching moment. Now, I also understand you're in a room full of middle schoolers and high schoolers. Right. right. How do you really answer that question? Right. You know, so I get that now at my big age. But I, I just remember being like, I guess I'm not learning it here. That is crazy. And that kind of just That's shut hard. it out. That's like hard. when it came to like sex and everything, mm -hmm. I know I cannot get an answer at church. Mm. Right. And you don't even realize all the half the oohs and ahs. Those kids know more than probably you think they do. Yeah. Yeah, they do. Um, that is so sad to me. And I think that's, remember, human beings can only do the best they can do. <laughs> yeah. So sometimes you have an old generation that aims to educate, mm -hmm. but they repeat the same cycle. Relax, yeah. and they come from the same product. Yeah. Right? Or they are the same product of that cycle. And so... In terms of like where we are now, where we can like we're blessed to have knowledge, but mm -hmm. sometimes um, because that that could be considered church hurt. In a oh, way. Yeah, it is. Yeah, and then just in a general, I guess, public way, it could be a validation to do those things. Because in as you get an adult, sometimes you grab the stuff that you didn't even understand. Right. As a 
as a coping or whatever other things are going on in your life. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't, I don't know, like you're talking about now, because I watch like Pastor Todd and Tim Ross and Stephen E.K. and all these other, you know, uh, (laughs) non-traditional out here telling the truth kind of pastors. Mm -hmm. Um, Like they're the ones on this stage that, that can say, I used to do pornography. Mm-hmm. I used to be out here lying. Right. Yeah. And self pastors can't even mm-hmm. say that on stage. Yeah. Right. Um, but they're always saying, like, these kids out here, no, I'm going to say it on stage anyway. I'm going to tell them. Mm-hmm. Right. They're not afraid anymore. Yeah. But that's because they're trying to break out of this religious contract that has happened for years. Yeah. Only because it's, it's not helping nobody. Mm-hmm. Um, and like kids like you at that age are already getting fed with it from a different perspective right they the church is supposed to be let me tell you what this is this is what it is you probably already even watched it already mm. what <laughs> they probably it's did. true yeah. like i'm look even if it's not shit pornography disney movies that have the first kiss in them p13 <laughs> um <laughs> and obviously anything above is still feeding something into your spirit it could be small but it's the curiosity. Girl, I was eight right. years old watching Disney wishing I had a boyfriend. Ain't no way. Eight years because old. Bus, bus, Disney. Ugh, love me some Disney. Let me just see that. Yeah, high school. Okay. Period. Let it shine. Um, <laughs> I didn't, you know, I didn't think like Let It Shine. It's still like Wax. It's like Wax was really good. Um, Jump in. Miss Kiki. Even though you're cutting up a little bit. Yeah, like it all, per- like it all, does something it does it creates in in one way or another even if you don't realize it because mm-hmm. disney fairy tales prince charming love the damsel in distress you need a man i was like i need a man except, eight years old except for cheetah girls <laughs> okay they said they said no i don't need that the power yeah but keep going you're right yeah you're so right. no you're completely right with all the things that they kind of just yeah and i don't know when it's like, I think what we know now as our age, mm-hmm. whenever we come across a kid, we cannot be afraid and be like, this is what it is. Yeah. This is what culture has said it is. But let me tell you what it's supposed to be. Yeah. But I guess it's just like, like even when I think about having Your th- this conversation with my kids, I'm like, I don't know how I'm going to do it. I'm not going to lie. Because there's an aspect I completely understand sometimes why our parents are like really like pick African parents or Parents in general mm-hmm. don't want to tell their kids because they don't want it to be like go ahead some like permission to go and do it. Because like honestly, it's true. Let me that is a valid thing. Sex is amazing. Oh, you say you're right now, okay? That's <laughs> when God did what you have to do. Oh yeah 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 yeah. You have to do. And I thank God that I serve a God mm-hmm. that gave me the ability to experience it like that. Okay, humans and like this certain type of monkey or whatever are the only mammals that do it for pleasure. Yeah, that's true. God did what he had to do. <laughs> and if someone told me mm. at a young age, mm. that joint is great. You think of what? Yeah, I was like, really? Yeah, that's it. Some ideas would have been rolling. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But then it's also, how do you, because I was also very much, I mean, I was a scaredy cat. So if you tell me mm. not to do something because this, this, and this, mm-hmm. I mean, not good to do it in fear, mm-hmm. to obey out of fear, but I also like, I like common sense things. I've always been like that. Mm-hmm. So if you tell me, hey, 
this thing that God created should be in the parameters of marriage. Mm -hmm. And this is why, apart from the fear mongering stuff, right, right, mm -hmm. pregnancy, ethnicities, because that giant stresses me out to this day. Um, but it's like, and again, in schools, right? Um, yeah. What's that family life education? Yeah, they just herpes, chlamydia. Girl. Facts, facts, facts. Oh, the only bad thing they taught me is my period was coming. <laughs> like, apart from that, I was uh, stressed. I said, I'm going to have sex. I'm going to get pregnant on gay and I'm going to chlamydia. So scary. So scary. So also scary. So, like, and you told me apart, like, <laughs> you should be sexless for this reason. Yeah. And this is why, apart from all the scary stuff, mm. I honestly, 100%, mm. would have been way better prepared and probably would have made better decisions. But that's the thing, like, you're talking about your own kids. I, like, you should be thinking, okay, it's fearful be for you because you come from an experience that kind of inflicts the same thing. You but, can only do that for your kids. But, because I'm seeing, I'm watching parents on Instagram, some of these uh, Christian parents are like, when they ask, what, where does, um, Where's the big brother come from? Mm -hmm. Did we like mommy and daddy got together, right? And they had a love moment. They ain't gonna go into into, 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 yeah, into that deep stuff, yeah. But this the kids are starting to realize like how is this how does this work? Mm -hmm. Not oh the dove the crane came from outside like in cartoons and dropped the baby off, <laughs> kind of stuff. Child right? Depot. Right, and then you start growing them. Even even when it talks about like um, you see the, the moms um, raising their daughters about their menstrual cycle, mm -hmm. giving them all the information so they're not afraid. Yeah. Of it, I think that's what the thing is here. You can't. We cannot control, for example, what our kids are going to do with the information that we have. But since we have the information, mm -hmm. I don't want them to be phased by what culture is telling them. It's, Facts. Yeah. You know what I'm saying mm -hmm. when they have questions or. I want them to know what masturbation is. I want pe them to be correcting people when they tell them otherwise. Mm -hmm. You know? Yeah. You know, mommy says, this is what it is, and it's not good for you. That's what I want to hear my kids say, because I told them that. Yeah. So, like, I think, and I don't worry, I have a parent that doesn't want to <laughs> be like, oh, I, used to, I think I used to ask my dad, I'm like, dad, what you used to do bad in the day? He's like, well, I need to tell you all that, because this is why I'm here now. He's, you know, like you said, you have parents mm -hmm. like that. They're mm -hmm. like, why would I tell you this? Because it's going to make you valid. It's going to make you do this. Yeah. I'm like, no, dad. I think just better prepares you. For me. Yeah. Because the, the reason I ask is also to, you know, that my dad's a human being. I know. One, yeah. Um, that you made mistakes. But number two, I want to know what to look out for at the age that I was when I was asking those questions. Yeah. To learn. And so I'm even hoping the husbands that we're going to have. Okay. Because... I want my husband to own the fact of what he's done in the past and tell my kids, daddy was not perfect. Yeah. I'm going to tell you where daddy was coming from with this. Um, when he was doing pornography, when he was doing masturbating, or he was with adultery and all that kind of stuff, or mm -hmm. sexual morality. And don't do this. Right. Because knowledge, remember, in Hosea, mm -hmm. like without knowledge, my people are destroyed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're just, they're perishing. Yeah. So real. When it comes to kids, my kids are gonna know definition and term. They're not gonna be afraid of bodies. They're not gonna be afraid of, because there was remember in the beginning of time, Adam Eve, there was no shame. Yeah, and God created that, and there he was made, no shame. He made a penis. He made a vagina. Yeah, like, my kids are gonna know that, <laughs> and they're gonna be that, like, "I'm gonna treasure this thing until 
Yeah. I'd rather them know that. Even though if it, if it, if it feel like I'm embarrassing, it's embarrassing mm-hmm. me telling them. I'm going to tell them because yeah. that's me. That's you breaking a, a generation of things. Facts. If you do that for your kids. Because at this point, we can't go back and tell the, the past lady that hurt your feelings mm-hmm. that you should have done this better. Yeah. She's gone. But because of what we know now, we can we yeah. can move forward with that. And, and I think that's, that's, that's what's happening with our generation anyway. Because mm. we are the new generation. We know where we're coming from with church culture and yeah. religion. We have pa- radical pastors out here saying it's straight up, straight up, straight up. And that's kind of a catalyst for, you know, revival culture. Facts. Putting it out into light. Um, not being afraid of what <laughs> the devil out here has told people for years is going to make you feel better. Mm. Because honestly, the root of this is heart posture anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. It's not, oh, just don't do this, don't do this. Like we like when I give my definitions of what this are, I'm like, babes, babies, mm. this is what it is, but this is where it can come from. This is what it can do mm-hmm. on a spiritual level. Yeah. Right? Not only did it wasn't God's idea in the first place, but if you go this direction, this could come from a, like you or I guess I should say you don't want to feel at you don't want to put anything else or fill a void with anything else other than God. Facts. Facts. Because usually that's what happens for pornography, masturbation, and all the other stuff that is sexually immoral, mm-hmm. right? It's you filling in something you have pain, you're missing something, or you just want something out of your own flesh just to be greedy out here. Mm-hmm. Or because um, you just don't have patience. There's a, there's a, there's a lot. There's a, right, right, right. And if you think about that, then you're like, well, but why am I using this very powerful thing? Yeah. To fill something that God's only supposed to fill. That's what my kids to be thinking about. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. And I think one thing I know for me, because it's been super hard for me, uh-huh. really, I mean, and something I tell myself now, and something I'll definitely be telling my children, but something I tell people all the time, um, your sexuality and your spirituality are not enemies. Mm. Like, it always felt like sex is so bad. You can't even imagine. I don't know. I'm whispering right now because it's like it's in great. Yeah, it's you know what I'm saying. Like yeah. sex is so bad. Sex is not part of <laughs> the program. The whatever Christianity and mm. doing things this way and this way. But like God is pro sex. Oh yeah, He's pro intimacy. He like is. He created it. Like I said, did what He had to do, and I'm very <laughs> grateful. He created our He created our reproductive systems. He created mm-hmm. everything perfectly mm-hmm. and Sensory. without mistakes. And, all the above all the things for us to enjoy like sexual desires are good and normal not even normal okay and we're sexual beings again if no one told you this this way yeah it's normal it's fun i think that's what it starts with to normalizing that your body operates the the way it does and that's fine because it's the like one of the fruits of the spirit self-control that's what we got to do with it yeah since we're born into flesh you know, we ain't, we weren't before, after the, uh, before the apple, we were good. But after that, now the desires is intermixed with everything else. So now self-control has to be on a high alert. There. And you're absolutely capable of managing your desires. You can. Like he has given us the spirit and the authority to walk in that, mm-hmm. right? When it comes to sex and like marriage, marriage is the container. 
Yeah. We're blank period. Yeah. And when we're married, God wants us to have a lot of sex. He wants to be bunnies. That's okay. That's my favorite analogy. And it's interesting because, I mean, I've heard this before, how, like, when we're not married, right, the devil wants us to have so much sex. Yeah. And then when we are, because of what sex was intended to do mm-hmm. and its power, like we've been talking about, mm-hmm. when we're married, the devil doesn't want us to have sex. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. And so it's like... Yeah, like your sexuality and your spirituality don't have to be enemies. They're not. Mm-hmm. God is pro-sex. He's pro-intimacy. Mm-hmm. Actually, I'm not going to go there because I don't know how some people will feel. <laughs> but I, 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 know where she, I don't know what she was going, but I'm going to just know mm-hmm. sex is good, but we just need to do it in the parameters, the, that container. He's, the container that he's told us to have it in. Mm-hmm. And even that, don't be beating yourself up because mm-hmm. you have sexual desires right because you hear from culture mm-hmm. and especially like christian culture mm-hmm. that sex isn't good yeah like sex is great it is you just need to walk in self-control mm-hmm. and that's a fruit of the spirit and what do we know about the fruit of the spirit mm-hmm. none of that comes naturally no nope. it comes by the empowerment of the holy spirit yo there's literally <laughs> to this day no way that i should be absent for a year Mm. like the moment I lost my virginity I was like I'm going celibate because I want to honor God with this obviously Mm. I was not trying to honor him the way I'm honoring him now because I had a different understanding of what I thought honoring God with my sexuality was Mm. but now it's like I really can't do it on my own because men still look good okay Okay. I don't know who said desires are still there all that self-control meant uh (laughs) Men become ugly. I wish. And that you're you're coaching your pee pee to Just, shut off. Bro, that's a lie. And how many times have I actually asked God, take this away from me? Oh, many times. Take the genitals, take everything, return it on my wedding day because I want to argue you so bad, but it is so hard, especially when everything around me is saying I should have it. Mm-hmm. Everything. My friends are having it. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. people, well, people close to me at the time are having it. No shame. But even, even in good, you see it in marriages. Even in, and it's a desire. And even in oh, good context, even in good correct me context. Too, I would like to be married and have sex. But it's true. Even the good ones say it's gonna be like, dang, wow, you're like cuddling up, and they got a ring on it, <laughs> and they believers, and have you seen that couple with the dude? He's praying over her and he's rubbing her booty. I'm like. Oh, that's what I want. I've never seen that video, but yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna find their Instagram. I'm but like, right. you see things like that, and you're like, oh, dang, they're just rabbing fruitful, multiplying. Yes, be that's not multiplying, multiplying, but I want to be fruitful. She's not there. We did that's another conversation. <laughs> I'm not there. We're, t- we're just trying to get to the marriage. That'll be different. Okay, but no, it's true. Um, it's true. But yeah, and then I mean, I know. That scripture, First Corinthians six eighteen, six eighteen. Your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit. Yeah. I know that's something that like was always like pushed. Like, don't have sex. Don't. Mm-hmm. Why would you like put your body mm-hmm. with Jesus and like a prostitute? Da, da, da. You know, it says that in the verse. There's some, yeah. And I'm like, valid, <laughs> very valid. But sometimes I just want, <laughs> you know, valid, valid. Sometimes, but again, empowerment of the Holy Spirit. Mm. 
because it's not behind my stop in my stream. Yes. Turn that music on. Oh. Turn the oh for now. And I for said it in my music episode last season. The one of the biggest reasons why I could, could and can wait till marriage now is because I stopped listening to certain types of music. R and B soul. R and B. Oh, I to turn that off. Oh, Meg, I love you, Meg. But I could not <laughs> do it on to do it on a shoe. Oh, shoe. All the cla- Luther Van draws Anita Baker. Oh. All these love songs and like. You know, it's, it's, and the thing is, I know you were saying culture influences, but a lot of, like, I don't even need culture sometimes. It's just my own imagination and I'm good. Sucks. Enough to feed me and my sexual desires. Because if I've seen it on a movie screen or whatever, then I can cultivate my own imagination in my head of what's what I look like. So, yeah, I got to turn that music off. <laughs> I got to turn the, those Netflix movies off. Oh, yeah. I, sometimes I can't even watch PG-13. Mm. The one kiss, the one kiss in the whole movie will set me up. That's how I know how powerful this thing is. Yeah, and but you true. know your boundary though. And this is different for everybody, but right? It's different. People have different triggers. Yeah. For you, it's watching that movie with that one kiss and you're like, you know what? I'm already there. I'm already there. For me, it's certain types of music, right? Mm. And various other things. Mm. Um, I know for me, because my ears are sensitive to sound, mm. um, and it's like really interesting because of our conversation that we had earlier. Mm. I've always known my my ears are sensitive to sound, mm-hmm. but like, given what we were talking about, like mm-hmm. spiritual stuff earlier, it's mm-hmm. like, oh. Night. <laughs> yeah. But like, I'm not even gonna lie, there are certain things I can't hear. Mm. If I hear it, my mind goes, and, and it's terrible, <laughs> and I just need to exact boundaries around yeah. certain things there's seasons man you just can't do it you just can't and and but that tells you how everything is spiritually rooted you're right. just thinking it's into a song but what is that song written out of where is it coming from it's coming from another human being mm-hmm. right that knows what love making is mm-hmm. that knows what it means to be in love or good and bad and yeah. that's gonna lie some songs are really good mm-hmm. uplifting but then Again, depending on the season that you're in, I could lift I could be listening to what's my favorite song? Uh well, it's Darling by Dante Bao. Mm. But it's a really like, oh, I wanna love my girl like the church and mm-hmm. all these things. I'm like, oh yeah. But I had to turn it off for a minute because there was even a time where I'm like, I'm I know I want this, but I should be focusing <laughs> on God. Yeah. Right. It's not, um, it's not the season for it and the more i listen to him it's not feeding my hope at one on one season it's mm. it's feeding my resentment mm. for the current season yeah yeah and so yeah again it, it really depends but i mean don't test it though <laughs> don't 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 try that song and be like i can handle this and then you're sleeping and your dream is like all over the place you see all kinds of stuff um so just guard i mean you really have to guard your ears your eyes you really do um and your ears and your ears go the people you have around you yeah like it's all everything kind of just intertwines y'all and like i just as i've matured in my faith i've really just come to realize that and like how deep it is Mm -hmm. everything kind of just intertwines they all do and making sure that your heart is pure you know like it's like it's just so much coming at us at one time and it's like how i do this we're not invincible we're not you know we're not superhuman mm-hmm. um but given that mm-hmm. what are some practical applications mm-hmm. for when 
Your cooch starts getting itchy. Itchy. Yeah. And you know, you can't scratch. Yeah. You know, it's not good to you. When you want to be underneath a man, mm -hmm. you know, you just not the season for it. Yeah. Um, mm. I think make sure you're active in your life. <laughs> like you're active, like physically active. Yes. <laughs> ah, work it out. Work it out. That's a real thing. That's a real thing. Okay. <laughs> make sure you're physically moving. Cause I even tell you today, <laughs> I'm sitting in my bed all day mm -hmm. and my whole body is antsy, right? Mm -hmm. It's like, I should be doing something. Mm -hmm. I'm wasting time here. Mm. Or I'm not, and not even just physically, like go see your friends. Yeah. Community. Yeah. Work on what you need to work on mm -hmm. in your life because, um, that will that will definitely <laughs> help you keep focus. Yeah. Right? Um, now it's easier said than done when there's no one there to be looking at. I mean, yeah. I'm not just talking about walking across the street. I'm talking about somebody like who is in your space that you have an interest in. Yeah. That's a little different. Yeah. For those who's like, I ain't nobody, just no ugly video breasts, then you're good. Yeah. Honestly. Keep focusing. Well, I think we're talking to the singles here. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> That's a different temptation but, when but, you have your person. But even when you have your person, because you and I have interests before. We have interests possibly now. <laughs> and then we're looking and we're like, I don't, we don't have a boyfriend right now, but I can see in my brain right now. Mm -hmm. Right? And so what is helping me, mm -hmm. I think my community is helping me a lot. Oh, facts. Like, just being oh, honest facts. as to what's the struggle is. So when I'm... Because I even hear about couples who are trying to wait till marriage, mm -hmm. right? They're in a relationship, mm -hmm. but they obviously are attracted together, uh, yeah. to each other, which is normal. Um, but I remember my guy friend even saying that he, when he feels like he has an urge to like be close and intimate with his future wife-to-be, he's going to marry her, he goes to his friend's house Facts. so I can pray. Mm -hmm. And so that he can tell them, be like, hey, I know I could, but I'm not going to. Yeah. Because I have a commitment to her, I commit to myself. Yeah. So community is very important for that. Like, don't surround yourself by people who's gonna be like, "Hey, go out here and do your thing, breath." Like that, that, that is not gonna help you, um, especially if you're new to the, you know, abstaining thing. Yeah. Like you don't want to surround yourself by people who's just gonna be encourage you to do it. And like, let's keep it a buck. Like, I know that kind of sounds mean. But it's like, how serious are you really about about this, right? Right. Because at the end of the day, again, keeping it in a book, like, yes, this is very lighthearted and whatnot. But like, mm -hmm. at the end of the day, premarital sex is, is a sin, mm -hmm. right? God hates sin. Mm -hmm. We are trying to be more Christ-like. We want mm -hmm. to be made pure and righteous in him and whatnot. Mm -hmm. and yes, Jesus has already done it. But there are some aspects that we need to keep go, like, we need to upkeep. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um if you want to honor God and give him this aspect of your sexuality, like it's going to be painful. It's going to hurt. It's going to take a lot of sacrifice. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, but it's literally just for a season mm -hmm. and you need to take it seriously. Mm -hmm. So like you were saying community, mm -hmm. getting out of community, honestly, that is not necessarily pressed on it per se. Maybe they don't know they're pressed, but it's always, yeah, I was out here last night or I was doing this, I was doing this. And this honestly goes for it on everything, not just sex, but it's like, let's start taking this serious and like, let's start 
putting boundaries in place. Let's start being around people who are like-minded, mm-hmm. right? Accountability. Like, Maddie's my accountability partner. Oh, now, granted, I don't always utilize her. Oh, same here. Yeah, you know? there's We have a lot of people. <laughs> you know? Spread um, out, spread out. But it's knowing before or after mm-hmm. the situation. Mm-hmm. I can still go up to her and be like, so this is what happens is, mm-hmm. this is what I got into. Things got a little mixy, mm-hmm. right? Knowing that there's no judgment yeah. and there's the equal commitment to God on her part. And also I'm committed to helping you stay pure mm-hmm. in this aspect. I'm committed to helping you abstain mm-hmm. from sex until you're married. Yeah. Yeah. Keep people like that around you. And then there's no shame. And then you Fast. can hold yourself, you can be, I feel like, again, with sex, it's hard to even say it out loud. Mm-hmm. Like, for me, when you can say it out loud, you know you're, like, you know this. Because uh, that's what the enemy wants you to feel anyway about this stuff. Yeah. Right? Even though Conviction. He put, even though you put it out there to be like, do what you want. But then mm-hmm. he's like, Actually, after it's over, yeah. Keep a secret. Embarrassed. Don't say anything. Embarrassed can you imagine? Saying? He says, go live where yourself so you can be happy. And then he's like, Actually... Because so you can be exactly because he's an idiot exactly yeah. so that's oh, so I'm, I'm just know hey now you know the plan don't 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 adhere to it because yeah. that's how the enemy works he'll make you look he'll make things pretty and then he's actually trying to kill you yeah not everything like take your soul yeah um but i was gonna say on top of that like i encourage anyone watching this because sometimes Something I think my dad told me this because there was a moment where I'm like, I'm not going to make the right decision until I understand, right? That's it's true. okay to make a de- the right decision and you don't understand it. Mm. Like if it's if it's okay, if you need to make a hard stop, then stop. Yeah, that is fine. And then ask you like go back to the definitions. What is sex? What is marriage? Mm-hmm. Right. Um, it's okay to ask the questions, but it's very good to stop the action. <laughs> strip strip the hard strip part because um because i can hear people asking us or asking anyone Mm -hmm. around them if sex is so good so why 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 can't i just go and do it yeah right um no sis yesterday you had sex with that dude but the next day you were crying about how nobody loves you and you don't feel whole right Mm -hmm. and on top of other things you're doing other stuff to fill that void sex just creates sex outside of marriage just creates like it's clubbing intimacy mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying it does like you really think i know for me when i think about even when i think about like close calls that i've had mm-hmm. in this past year mm-hmm. it's like it all stemmed from injection mm-hmm. for me mm-hmm. and it's like well listen the world can reject me in certain ways but i know one thing yeah i got it like mm-hmm. that you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But that's also coming from a place of, well, they're not going to reject me because mm-hmm. I'm giving them my body. Right. Yeah, and this, yeah, this, yeah. that like mm-hmm. mentality of it, but it's like, it's all fake. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, right, if I went through with the act, I know for a fact, first of all, immediate like, yo, what am I doing here? You know, like post not clarity. That's yeah. what they think. But it's also like, I just wanted intimacy. Mm-hmm. And like I said in an earlier episode, actually, mm-hmm. I'm trying to find this from a man or from being underneath a man when that true source of intimacy is with God. No man. That's the source. Tongues before God. No man. That is the source of intimacy. Yeah. If I'm feeling rejected, 
what is it? First Peter, first mm-hmm. Peter two mm-hmm. says that he has chosen me. Mm-hmm. I am a chosen generation, mm-hmm. a royal priesthood. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so it's just like, man, sex is great again, mm-hmm. but if you're using it to fill a void, mm-hmm. you just fills every single void. Yeah. For real. I mean, the Samaritan woman, she had like five husbands. Yeah. And he was like, I'm actually living water. Can you imagine? I don't know. We don't know what the details of her five marriages are. Right. But she could have fallen into each one yearning for something. Yeah. Or just, you know, need money. I mean, cu- culturally, that time is different. Mm-hmm. But um, but when she met Jesus, she was like, he knew everything about me. Mm. He knew me. He called me, you know, daughter. He... And he says that, uh, you know, I know you have five husbands, but I'm the husband. Right. 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 You're my bride. bride goes to church. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So um, I feel like uh, actually y'all, y'all should read some of these Bible stories because some of these dramatic things mm-hmm. they think God would not redeem in terms of marriages and stuff. Oh. Right. Or even relationships like you would never think a prostitute would get married in that time. But it happened to oh. Right. I never think a prostitute was in the bloodline of Jesus. So, listen. What can he not do for what you? What can he not? Uh, oh, seriously. Don't even cry. <laughs> don't even cry. <laughs> but it's true. Because mm-hmm. we, like, you, you, we were talking about this the week in the cup, shoot, the last month, mm-hmm. how we worried about, because um, her and I, we both have desires for marriage one day. Right. And we have possibilities and options and maybes and if what's and we're words to the to the ground about not making mistakes, worried about mm-hmm. making choice counterfeits, mm-hmm. all of the above. And then then you remember stories like that and you're like, God can do anything. God can do anything. Impossible. Like he could he could make what I guess well how we want things to go in terms of relationships and marriage. He can be like, That's his fairy tale is different. Yeah. Disney fairy tale doesn't exist, but his fairy tale is different. Yeah, his fairy tale is like I can make dust and fire into something more beautiful than you imagine. For ashes, that thing that I could even conceptualize happening, girl. Right, exceedingly abundantly. Yeah, far more than we could ever. Th- Listen, let me not go there. I'm about to. I'm about to start running. <laughs> okay, let's just close this out. Yes, I'm. But it has to be a part two. <laughs> Because we don't even get to definition. We didn't, didn't even, even get to that part. We just started with exposing. Yeah. Just opening it up. Yeah, maybe we should have a it. That was, that was no plan for that. Real no, yeah, there's a lot. There's a... Oh, my nah, God. I didn't even go on my real rant. I'll see, see, she was speaking from her experience, and I'm a virgin, and I still got struggles. Facts. And that's a, that's a whole different things for the virgins out here girl who people think she virgins are just are just pure hoppity hoppity things that's a lie <laughs> <Trip and hell. laughs> okay we struggling too okay struggling and okay. i don't even i don't even know if there's a worse one mm-hmm. there isn't that yeah there isn't they're all the same they both suck <laughs> <laughs> not saying the virgins suck. What? no i'm not saying i'm saying like no, but you saying that? No. <laughs> I, I, yes, sometimes like, it sucks. But like the aspect of like, still wanting something you can't have yeah. right now in this season. Yep. Whether you're a virgin or abstaining, it's like, yeah, man. Or even, and I think for me, it's the most highly perceived. Mm. 
virgins are perceived in a way and people who have actually already lost virginity are, are perceived, perceived in a way yeah. negatively both negative both negatively you would think virgins get oh my gosh you're so holy no some people are like do you even know how to do it yet? yeah like you would they get the same <laughs> connotations of like you should be out here you know yeah especially in this day and age mm-hmm. girls just just do it. it just do it don't matter yeah don't you know don't you the uh experiment oh what is that yeah what is it don't buy the cow before you milk it or something there's so many there's that mentality drive the car before test it out before you <laughs> test it out before ah right and there's there's a lot or uh, or even just thinking like because i have not gone out and done something doesn't mean i have urges myself right or imaginations that is still sinful unto god it doesn't matter if i've done it or not um yeah we haven't gone there yet it's a word for the virgins in there yeah 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 we're just because i ain't don't worry i'm still we'll come back we'll come back we will Mm. um but okay so practical applications yeah um community that's where we started then that's the hours right um so community Mm -hmm. around you um i would add to that accountability yeah um yeah but again not just oh my gosh i'm about to do something but like also like people you can go to after right mm-hmm. i've noticed in my life now that i really need to start taking seriously is like if i'm having thoughts um and actually like i've had to like you know the roster you know people have rosters right <laughs> we have a roster it's like people you could call on right i just be calling anyone that sometimes i'd be just telling anyone who's in front of me but no, yeah. no i'm talking about like when you're in like when you're having sex like oh. People like yeah, that's like me. You see, yeah, roster. So I like, I have my roster, right? You need to I'm my roster. Mm. Like, kill it. Mm. You need to. That's the list you need to rip up. I see. I see. Hundred percent. Yeah. Little black book, all that stuff. Yeah. Right away. Right. Yeah, yeah. Um, and for me, like really taking seriously, like cutting them off, blocking, mm-hmm. and not saying like I still have people on the roster. I'm literally, I don't have any type of roster for real. Lobster. lobster. Um, yeah. But like, yeah, like, why are you reaching out to me? Mm. Why am I reaching out to you? Yeah. For anyway, even it could be totally positive. You don't want to have the devil have any room no. to play around. No. Right? Um, so just like being aware of that, setting boundaries, like actually. Mm. Um, and I would say, I mean, talked a little bit about before. But casting down your thoughts and your imaginations, and that's oh, yeah, so right down to ten to five, right? About um, because like she was saying, mentally, like you don't even have to be doing the act. Nothing. You could be thinking about it, and it's already wraps. It's already a sin. The same way, um, you know, in the Old Testament, um, God says, um, "Do not commit murder," mm-hmm. right? And then in the New Testament, mm-hmm. Jesus expounds on that a little bit more, and is like, even if you've already thought, yeah, or said that you hate your brother. You murdered them, or just the same thing with adultery. Yeah, adultery. Yeah. Even if look, have looked at her in a way, you've already committed adultery. Even if you've not done it yet, right? It's the same. And thing. So, casting down your thoughts. Now I know that sounds like super spiritual, like, uh, but it's very much like, um, I'm rewatching Jane the Virgin right now. Mm. I have to watch that. Uh, it's I've been good. I've been girls, my favorite show. Yeah, that, oh, that it's is so. Uh, told his cause to watch that. Love show. you. I don't, We'll talk about it. I don't know if you will watch it. No, I'm serious. It's bad. Uh, because in a previous season, mm. it was fine. Like, I, I just watch it now. Oh, the premise? Going? No, no, it's over. Okay. I'm rewatching it. Oh, but the like... premise, you know, this girl basically gets artificially inseminated mm. and she's still a virgin, mm. right? Um, but 
because she's like, I think she's like 23. Yeah. Which is, I just realized she was 23. Damn. I thought in the show she was older, but she's just 23. And it's like, of course, all the things that you're going through are what young adults go through. through. I thought she was older. Okay. So I can cut her a little bit more slack. But because the premise is yeah. her being a virgin, mm-hmm. um, there aren't like sexual things in there, mm-hmm. but it, like a lot of sexual innuendos, like she be having imaginations mm-hmm. and thoughts. And she's also an author. Mm-hmm. right um and it's mystical realism so literally the definition of like i can see it happening in front of me mm. right and it's beautiful as an author yeah but her imagination sometimes mm, goes with there. the sexual mm-hmm. it'd be triggering me mm-hmm. now in this season yeah, 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 and yeah, so yeah, yeah. it's like you can't watch it too much yeah and if i do watch it mm-hmm. when she's having her little things mm-hmm. even though it doesn't affect me in the moment mm-hmm. sometimes i have to immediately not today yeah, I cast that thought down in the name of Jesus. I would say, and I have good authority. Bridgerton is a modern day war. Oh, Bridgerton season one when it first came out, y'all. <laughs> what was on here when that season came out? So I said, Yep, me too. <laughs> me too. <laughs> me too. I'll enjoy. <laughs> now, I don't think I can watch that season one. I really don't think I could. And I know it's coming out. Uh, a new one's coming out with Collins. Number three? Yeah, Collins and. Um, I've watched all of them that I shouldn't have. What's her name? Oh, and Penelope. Penelope. Yeah. I'm not excited for that. I'm not going to lie. I don't but, know how that's going to look. Yeah. Like, but anyway. Anywho. The point is. Yeah. Like, it's, you just got to be careful. Yeah. You got to know your limits. But what, when it comes to casting things down, um, it doesn't have to be in the mighty name of Jesus. I Sometimes. Sometimes it should be. If you're consumed. If you, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the thought is just, yeah. But sometimes it can easily be for me. God, I'm trying to honor you with my body right now. That's it. I'm trying to honor you with my mind. So in Jesus' name, I cast these thoughts down and I make it obedient to you. Mm. And I keep I go about my day. Freaking you. I at one point I had to say out loud in the moment. Yeah. You know, because it's like I <laughs> proclaiming what I feel like proclaiming it, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And now it's like mentally like it's just it's easier for me now. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, so definitely casting down thoughts. Mm-hmm. Um, and then praying and submitting it to God. Yeah. Like he is so mindful of us. And for someone like me who's like struggled with it, like lust and all that stuff. Yeah. It's like me too. God, God sees that I struggle with it. God mm-hmm. sees even honestly, for the person that is still having sex. Mm-hmm. For the person that is thinking about abstaining from it or like and thinking huh this is a lot right i don't even mm-hmm. wait till marriage yeah. um and for the person that is waiting and is finding it very hard in this season especially like you were saying watching other people do it watching other people in godly marriages and all these things you know enjoying what they can be enjoying right mm-hmm. god sympathizes with us and sees us mm-hmm. and acknowledges us in our struggle yeah and is standing alongside of us and is like I'm helping you through it. Mm-hmm. And that's such a beautiful thing. It is. And like that has definitely encouraged me. Like, mm-hmm. even if I have a mess up or something, I'm in name. Hello. But if I do, it's knowing God sees that I've been struggling with this and he knows that I want to honor him with this. He's not surprised. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. He's not surprised. But I mean, I come to him with a repentant heart and he forgives me and he that forgets, way. you know? But it's also like he's actively willing wanting to help me through this and he's proud oh every honestly 
every single time you don't have sex. Yeah. Every single time, like, you want to and you don't. Every single time, you're even just, you know what? Maybe I might give this a try. Mm. You know? Abstaining. Mm. He's proud. He's Because he sees your heart. And he sees he sees what you're struggling with, and he knows mm-hmm. that you want to honor him. Mm-hmm. And I I think my counselor, my therapist, told me that maybe about two years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, just because this is I've always wanted to be at where I'm at in life right now, and mm-hmm. just thank God wow. that I'm here. But it's like he sees you in that mm-hmm. struggle, and he's here for you. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I just use that as encouragement, and I hope that encourages somebody. Yeah, because you don't have to be perfect. You don't have to be. At a place where you're abstaining, you don't have to be at a place where you know you're a virgin. Mm-mm. Like throughout my whole sexual journey, I was again, like I just said, wishing I was here, mm-hmm. right here at this moment and this time, mm-hmm. right. And so it's like he sees your heart, he sees your struggles with it, um, and he knows that you want to honor him. And in Jesus' name, you'll get to a point where you can. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you will. You will. Yeah, yeah. Like, like I, you have to believe it. That's the thing. I feel like we go back in the same cycle because we don't believe what mm-hmm. we can actually do, mm-hmm. um, and we think we it's like it has control over us, like subconsciously. Yeah, right. Enough that I'm gonna do it again, or like believe the fact that you have. I mean, God is giving you authority and power. That part, like, in it. people yeah. don't realize how much of that you have inside of you. Mm-hmm. Like you're made in this image enough to be like i'm not doing this or like um or just even the repentant hearts of it if we did it yesterday and you told god you weren't going to do it last week mm. and then you're like god i actually did it again he's he's proud that you even said that you did it again like bruh he doesn't came to him and you came to him and he's and that's 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 the peeling off process mm-hmm. the tripping process right it's going to be less and less Right. If you do, well, if you're convicted, to cut it off, cut it off. Mm-hmm. That's what I recommend to you, actually, just straight up. But some of it is y- y'all are y'all are different. Yeah. In terms of how you think and how you process, and God knows that too. Right. Um. Yeah, I think that that proud thing, and that's just rooted in not just sex, but a lot of areas in people's lives. Think that God is still proud of me. Mm. Right. Because again, damn, he wants to inflict shame on you—the shame that you already have, by the way. Mm. It's not. It's not. He gives you shame. It's shame that you already have. He just. He just amplifies it and makes it bigger. Um, but like, don't don't have this idea that God's looking down on you and being like, "Hello." Yeah. He's saying, "Hello." Can you just come to me? Actually, that's what he's usually saying. Yeah. And then he sees us. Yeah. So it's it's good. It's a good thing, guys. It's a yeah. good thing. Yeah. Honestly, you'll get there. Wherever you're at, you know, whether you're waiting mm-hmm. on his promise of marriage and not coming, you'll get there. Whether you're mm-hmm. um, in a place of like, God, I wonder if I should mm-hmm. give this to you. And, you know, I wonder if I should stop having sex. You'll get there. Even if you are having sex mm-hmm. and you might not feel a conviction right now. Mm-hmm. You never know. You don't know. know. Um, maybe it's this episode. Maybe it's a friend talking to you about what they're doing in their life. Yeah. Or honestly, for me, where I was at this time last year, um, again, I knew that I wanted to stop having sex, but I literally was like, I'm trying to get off this roller coaster. Because <laughs> not fun. I'm this situation shit and busting it open and situation. You don't even want to be with me for real. Like, I'm tired of this roller coaster. Mm-hmm. So I'm getting off. Yep. And that's where it started for me. 
you know, and God said, bet, finally, you yeah. know, <laughs> let's, let's work with this. You know what I'm saying? So you just, you just never know. Yeah. Um, but just be open to letting the Holy Spirit speak to you. Just yeah. be open and willing to even have the conversation. Mm-hmm. We're here now. And like, if I could say the last thing I wanted mm-hmm. to say too is, um, go back. Like we've mentioned, this, this is sex, but we, but a lot of things are rooted in stuff. Mm-hmm. Right, you're not doing the thing you're doing because you just born came out just wanted to do that. Yeah. Other than the natural inclination of your body, <laughs> when you grow up, but um, the deliberate choices that you make. Mm-hmm. Like once you once you take the action of just let me pause, step back, like run after. Where's why am I doing this? Yeah, get to the root of it. Who told me this is how it's supposed to be? Right. Then you're gonna start seeing like, especially if people have fed your minds. Then you're like, why am I even doing this based on what people have said to me in the past? Mm. Or the other way around, why am I doing it based off of pain and hurt? Right? Yeah. Like, like find the root. Like ask God, root, uproot this for me. Mm-hmm. Uproot it, uproot it, uproot it. So in the process of it getting easier to like say no, you're learning about the power and authority you have. You're learning about the definitions and stuff. Um, in your own experience, because you can read the Bible and the verses, but the Holy Spirit works with, with, with your life to yeah. show you exactly um, how this stuff in the Bible applies. Yeah. You won't learn, on, um, and these verses will not stick to you unless you go through the actual experience that the Holy Spirit is going to take you through. So let him do that. Yeah. I think that's what I encourage. Um, after, you, after you've taken that hard stop or whatever, uh, process you're you're taking. Look for the root. Yeah, we're definitely gonna have part two. Oh yeah, like I yeah, we've so, talked too much. We ah we have less for this episode. Um, so we'll just we'll just put a pin in it. Yeah, right there, mm-hmm. and we will continue on maybe later this season. Mm-hmm. We'll see. Yeah, and a lot of things planned in this season. So, um, stay tuned. Turn on your notifications. Right. Um, follow us at uh, rose.inbloom on Instagram. And as always, if you have any topics or things that you want to hear about, um, we care about what matters to you, right? So hit us up, fill out the Google form on our, I was going to say our website, <laughs> not yet, um, our Instagram. And um, yeah, continue blooming to Rose's God has called you to be. Bye, y'all. Let's <laughs> do